to the God Coffee and Resilience Podcast, where you can get your weekly dose of confidence, motivation, and inspiration in the midst of adversity. In every segment, we will discuss faith, life's obstacles that try to get in our way, and how we can maintain our resilience with God and a whole lot of coffee. I am Reese, your host. Grab a mug of your choice and come on in. Hey guys, welcome back to God Coffee and Resilience Podcast with your host, I'm Reese. And today we have a very, very, very special guest. Her name is Stephanie Adjumine. Did I get it right? Please tell me I got it right. Yes, you did. Yay! (laughs) I hate butchering people's names because people butcher my name all the time. So I'm happy. Thank you Mm -hmm. and welcome to the show. Thank you for coming on. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing well. <laughs> and you? Yay! I'm doing good. I mean, I can't <laughs> I can't complain. I just got off work and so I'm doing this because I love it and we're here today. I know you're we're going to share a really 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 powerful story of resilience today and I'm super excited for the audience to hear all the things you have to say, but I got to put you in the hot seat for a minute. No problem. Yes, I always do an icebreaker. And so my first question is an easy one. It's not bad. It's like, what's your favorite caffeinated beverage? Um, caffeinated beverage. I would have to say uh caramel macchiato from Starbucks. It's really good. And I asked for extra caramel. Ooh, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. I like caramel. I do. I think, mm-hmm. yeah, Starbucks is the macchiato. I think it is, not the frappe. That's that's McDonald's. McDonald's is bad yes. for you, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the frappe. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm I'm down with that. Um, what about my second question stumps a lot of people. That's why I keep asking it because every person's different. So I want to see what you're going to say. Um, but what, what are three things that most people don't know about you? Hmm. Okay. So one of it is I've lived in different places, like not visited, but actually lived in different places. Like, England. I lived in Ghana. I lived in Portugal. I lived in and different different states. And I'm only 21, <laughs> so that's one. Yeah. <laughs> and then the second one. Hmm. The second one. I don't know. Like, what do most people don't know about me? I think the second one is like me. Oh, me writing poetry. I th- I think that's just new. That's new. So of, of course, like a lot of people don't know about that. But um, and then the third one has to be. Oh, the third one is I don't know how to ride a bike. I don't know how to ride it, and I'm 21. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait. Right. So okay, when you were. When you were younger, your parents never brought you the little bike with the training wheels and never just said, go out there and fly. That's the only one that I know how to ride, the training wheels. I don't know how to ride the two, the regular ones, the two wheels. I don't know how to ride uh-huh. them. I, I've tried okay. multiple times and yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? We can get along. 
You just be with the training wheels and I, I can put training wheels on my bike. We can ride together. Right. <laughs> I'm here for it. Well, all right, my love. Well, where are you right now? Right now I'm on campus. I am in my last year and I want to become a PA just like you. <laughs> so yeah, I'm finishing off. <laughs> Yay! Where you go? Where do you go to school? Yeah. Oh, I attend Pace University in New York. Pace University. Oh, wow. Okay, you up there in the cold? Yeah. <laughs> Can you send me some cheesecake from yeah, Juniors? It has its days. <laughs> it has its days. <laughs> Yes, Lord have mercy. Can but no, can you still send me some cheesecake from Juniors though? Of course I will. Of course. <laughs> oh my god, they have the best cheesecake. Okay, let me stop playing around. But we're in New York, and so we want to be a PA. You're gonna come to the fold. I'm excited. Um, what else? Where did you grow up? So I grew up Honestly, in a lot of places, I but I can honestly say that from 12 years up until now, I've been in New York, but okay. under 12, I was like traveling like different places because it was just me and my mom. And so we were going from Ghana to England to New, to the States, back to Spain. Like it was just like, you know, a lot. And so I consider my, my childhood all over the place, but my teenage years was in New York. Okay, why? Why was it so much movement? Was your mom part of the military or, or anything? No. So my mom, the plan was that my mom was to, you know, have me here. And so, and then live, like my dad will like live with us or whatever. So we can, you know, be a big happy family. But, you know, not all, all not all like life stories end like that, I guess, or start like that. So basically like my dad had traveled to Spain for like work or whatever. And he didn't want to, he wanted all of us to move to Spain. And it was a little, like, there was no agreement. My mom wanted me to grow up in America and wanted me to go to school here. But my dad was like, no. And so my dad said, if you're not going to come to Spain, then you might as well take us to Africa. And my mom was like, no, I'm not taking her to Africa. So it, it just like my mom was like, okay, like she's just gonna keep on working and working, and like any 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 place she can get, like you know, I'll she'll leave me there, you know, just to work to support me and take care of me. And so it was really a lot on her plate. It was just like it was just her, like no support. And so yeah, that's why it, I was moving like a lot of different places, moving with different families, and that's why I would say like my childhood is like all over the place, but. My teenage was like more stable. Gotcha. Definitely. Shout out to your mom. Like, Lord knows. Um, my mom was a single parent here in America, and I know it was hard and she had her difficulties too. But your mom sounds like she just went through the ringer because of all the moving, but then just, you know, just trying to work really hard because she wanted her baby to have the best. And yeah. so. I mean, yeah. you're better than America. And so, yeah. Where is your mom originally from? Your mom and dad? Yeah. Um, they're originally from Ghana. Like, yeah, they're both born and raised in Ghana. Ghana. Okay. Cool. Have you ever been visited Ghana? 
Can you hear me? Yeah. Have you ever been been to Ghana? Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? So have you kind of ever visited Ghana before? Can you hear me? Uh-huh. Yeah, I can. It's kind of breaking up just a little bit. Is it okay now? Yeah, so like what what type of work did your mom do? Hello? You're fine. Hello? Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. All right. Are you the only child? It's breaking up. So were you the like the only child Is it though? Me? Did you have siblings? It's breaking up. Okay. And what's your little brother name? <laughs> oh well, that's cute. Okay. So now you you're a big sister. And where is your mom, your little brother, and your stepdad now? Okay. Uh, cool. Okay. Okay. That's good. All right, love. Well, what about um I know I that actually when lived I did in the Ghana whole cast when I was a baby the podcast from like, you mentioned I guess like my infancy there was some a little trauma bit that happened. I don't know when I was about to happen recently or whether it happened in your childhood. But kinda tell us a little bit about that. I lived with my grandma and my mom was like working and um getting, you know, money together to support me and provide for me. And I was just like, you know, living with my family in Ghana. And so I do remember right. a few stuff from Ghana, but not a lot, but I do want to go back. <laughs> so at first she was doing business, like, you know, trading, I guess, like getting, um, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Right. Um, okay. So, so at first she was doing, um, business, you know, trading and stuff like that. And then when she came to America, she was doing like home care. Mm -hmm like home care, like, you know, taking care of like all the seniors and the elderly. That's all I know for what she were doing, but I know it has something to do with business and like, you know, working with her hands, you know? Yeah. Mm hmm. Definitely. Like when you say that you had to live with different people who just did, who treated you differently because you weren't kin to them. Um, what, how would they treat you differently? Like, did they kind of like, was it physical or was it just more like psychological, like, you know, like making you feel like an outcast type of thing? I was, I was the only child for 12 years. And then my little brother came with my stepdad. <laughs> yeah. His name is Joelle. So right now we're all in New York in Staten Island. Right. That's where we all live now. And then I go to school here in Pace. Right. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I'm sorry you had to go through that, sis. But I am so thankful that you became the woman that you are today. Because um, hardships don't do nothing but build character so, um, and make us more resilient. Unfortunately, um, you know, so how trauma did you happened. Stay the course. Like, and how did you? We cannot process let that. Like, did you go to therapy or anything us, like that, or how did you feel like it, you came um, to a point where you're like, you know what, I'm not going to allow this to, to be. affect me anymore. And so, um, because of the lack of 
stable two parents, you know, um, living in the household, I was, my mom had to drop me places to, you know, so she can go to work, you know, and be, due to that, unfortunately, I, I like encountered some not very nice people. And I was, I guess, like sexually molested at when I was five. And, um, and then also like growing up to like, you know, molest molestation it was kind of like a pattern like with different people and growing up like obviously as a young child like I like I didn't know I didn't know what was happening like I was kind of like oh like I didn't know what was going on up until I grew up and I'm like wow you know and yeah I feel like that, that that's the trauma and obviously like living with different people and like getting mistreated you know right. because they're not my family or, and like, you know, just like the effects of like my, the divorce that had on me, I feel like all of that is trauma, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a while to build trust. So, I mean, they don't, Um, they don't expect you to enter into therapy telling your whole life story, but hopefully little by little you feel comfortable talking to them. If I did something bad, I would face the, I guess, like punishment. And then the, the, um, I guess like emotional And they'll give you some things to work on or homework or things to think about or however they do the magic. And I needed somebody to like help me take care of me. And like, it was kind of like, I'm in therapy. You know, I was just left, I was just left there, you know, to do my own thing, to do my own, to do my own homework, to, you know, learn how to take care of myself physically, you know, as women, you know, we ought to take care of ourselves, like physically, like, you know, very careful. And like, I just didn't have that proper training because like my mom it don't fix like I said, everything like she had but to I mean, go out of her way helps. just to yeah. make and me to take care of me because it was just only her you know yes so so i mean okay so mine was a little bit different i kind of just went grew up just thinking that it never happened or like just shoving it under the rug like you know like things happen to people so i'm just you know like i'm just like push on. I'm going to continue. I'm not even going to think about it because it's just not there. It didn't happen. Um, I probably, you know, I, I kind of had it in my mind, like, oh, I probably did something to like maybe deserve it or whatever. I don't know. I just didn't want to think about it. But then yeah. as I grew up Definitely. and as I was I like entering into that, adulthood, my dad those wasn't in my flashbacks life either. and those memories and, started appearing. Um, for and girls they were kind of tormenting dad, me. I used to and tell so them all the time, I did a whole like, lot of research about PTSD and childhood trauma. And like, you know, I started to pray about it. I started to ask God to really heal me. I started asking God to, you know, I mean, um, take any type of unforgiveness in my herself, heart so because I, she I have was to carry the to resent, burden by herself. You know, but unfortunately, it's and not I also realized that like there were certain that. women do end up certain, carrying certain all of the burden were rooted from kids, that, and they turned that, out being wonderful. That, um, um, but I do understand on, um, and appearing in my relationships or like the way how I talk to people. And so, if I had not had God there, or if I had not had you know the people that He put in my life to help guide me to where I am my today because most people like, who don't yet, have their dads they don't these kind of end things up are just hard, the right hard to talk all about, the time you know? and they, I think that's what like makes us human but you know I do understand that 
you know, back in the day, like maybe back in high school, everybody seems to goof off in high school. Like you just make poor decisions. And if we could have kept going down that route, that could have ruined our whole life. So I I know that. um, And I'm thankful for my father, but I do look at my, my biological father who I had to forgive without um, an apology. And I do look at God kind of like in that similar light. I think my pastor talked about that, like looking at him, like you look at your earthly father. So I was just like, Lord have mercy. I don't want to look at the Lord that way, but. um, Right. 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 As you should. Yeah. Yeah. As you should. Wow. Honestly, honestly, I feel like, like therapy, with therapy, you only you only get as much as you give in. You know, like how 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 much are you gonna give in so you can get the help that you need? And I feel like for a while, like I kind of told myself, like you know, like that's fine, like like everything, like yeah. nothing happened, like you know. And I kind of I wasn't. I feel like a whole lot of like father issues definitely play a role in trauma and they play a role in mm-hmm. like how I perceive yep. men. And it comes and to the point where it, it I mean, even plays like a huge even role in how not I only my dad, but father. even if my, God um, is supposed to be our the father, who had you know, we are supposed to trust too, him. When I was and younger, if I like, don't I even had trust to my own forgive father, them without how am I supposed to trust Later the on, they did father, come back and apologize. I feel like parents play a vital role in our upbringing. And if there's a disconnect and that was this, hard. It, it was, will it lead into it being a disconnect with you, you know our creator the betrayal our is still yeah. there because this was supposed to be somebody that you trusted somebody that you counted on to be there for you and most is sad enough but most of the people that do molest people are family members or friends of the family so it hurts even more that they would do that to right. you um but they're not going to bring it up and say, oh, I'm sorry. It usually comes like years later after guilt eat them up or years later after they realize what they've done to you, or maybe it just never comes. And so it's just like, do I sit and let this control my life and control me? Or do I get the healing that I need and the help that I need by going to therapy and just forgiving them? Because I mean, it will eat you alive. (laughs) I had, I had plenty of nights where I cried, like for sure. Mm-hmm. Can, we, can we can we talk about how how forgiving your parent without an apology how hard that is like I feel like that is probably one of the most hardest things that I've ever had to do in my whole entire life like it's like I want so much answers. Right, and I'm and so like happy the you said it gets worse make before it gets better that because that's lost. what I tell all but of my patients that it's like through trauma like that I'm recommending they go to therapy. And, you know, a lot of them are against therapy, a lot of them are for it, a lot of people never did it before, but I always say once you start opening up doors that have been closed for so long in your mind and put on the back burner, you will start dreaming about it, you'll start having flashbacks. You can't even apologize, you can't even But then you will feel so much better that you told another soul that this happened to you and that they're helping Mm -hmm. you process it and get through it it will all calm down and you will be healed and live a happy life but we just got to get there first so it takes you opening up first that's the only way we can help you yeah well what would you definitely say to anybody that 
has a similar story to you or anybody who's out there right now in a similar situation, like right now, thinking that, okay, you know, my family don't really talk about this type of stuff or they won't believe me or maybe I shouldn't say anything like or if you just want to give them something encouraging, like what would you say to them? Sure. You got it, girl. You got it. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah, and I and I think like me like I even agree with that because like I feel like I just I've always been the type of person to just shove shove things under the rug and just like you know forget about it. And the but truth truth of the matter is that like, you don't forget about it, and even if you don't you don't even realize like how how it torments you, you know. And it's like sometimes for me per se. The whole like the I guess like the whole scene just doesn't come up like little bits and pieces. So it makes it plays in my head like, did this even happen? Or like, or am I like, am I going crazy? But it's just like that's just the effect of me like pushing it under and not facing it. You know, when we talk about healing, healing is it get it, it gets worse before it gets better. That's how I place healing. It gets worse before it gets better because you have to face it. This happened. It's unfortunate this happened, but now what are you going to do about it? You know, are you going to let it control your life or are you going to push forward? And this is all about being resilient. Are you going to overcome the struggles and be the best you can be, be the woman that the woman or man that, that God created you to be? Or are you going to let this I'm about to sit over there and I'm about to be you know? over here crying because, I mean, honestly, we had similar trauma and um, definitely I found my way back through poetry. I share it in my book. And so like, um, even though my book wasn't a poetry book, but I did put a little bit of um, work into that. And so it just makes me happy to know there's somebody else out there expressing themselves through poetry. A lot of people write music, a lot of people do other things, but you chose to write poetry and that was a beautiful poem. And I think a lot of people needed to hear that. And I hope that somebody out there listening to this episode um, feel encouraged to go to therapy or to tell their mom what happened or their dad what happened or or tell somebody what happened and set yeah. themselves free and start your journey of healing. That's so true. Definitely. <laughs> but you said that you did have a tidbit you wanted to say. <laughs> I actually have a poem. Oops. Do you mind if I share? Okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> so, whew, Lord, <laughs> help me. Okay. All right. So this is a poem that I. This is a rough draft. So it's not even. It's not. It's not near to like perfection. But I think this is just. I place like this is just something that I guess like is kind of encouraging, especially those who've been in trauma. Um. And I'm going to say yeah. my little piece after this poem. Yes, girl. Okay. Yes, now. It wasn't I your fault. It. I love it. It That's never what, was. That is exactly so what why I wanted this podcast it? to be about. Why do you I wanted think it to you help change people it. and inspire people. And why I just didn't want it to be just me talking. But I wanted so many. There's so many people in the world control. and every person has a story. And I wanted to be able to resonate or connect with people with similar stories. Um, why do you so spend years definitely, I feel like down your the podcast pain is going to and hiding well, it, telling yourself your it podcast, didn't happen. but like 
Oh, why are you hurting yourself? I meant to say your podcast. Don't maybe you know that you deserve to get healing? me to tell you to start a podcast? Your past child. does not define no. you. That abuse make- does not <laughs> define you. Those words does not define you. That touch does not define you. Stop ignoring the pain. Stop blaming yourself and heal because you deserve it. And I'm sorry it ever happened. So, well, I think that was confirmation, but you know, I go to the Lord and get and get it for sure. But yeah, yeah. I, I think so. But this episode, there's so many people who have been raped, molested, sex traffic, kidnapped. I mean, I, I go through it. I meet patients every day. Um, and so mm-hmm. I, I really do think that this would help. I mean, not just in America, yeah. but all over the world. So I, I definitely do think so. I did have um, a couple of listeners from Germany. I had a couple of listeners from um, over there yeah. by um, Iran. Like uh, there's have been people. It's been reaching the other side of the world. Amazingly, I'm just like my little yes. podcast, but my little podcast. So I cannot wait because this is going to be in the archives and this will be here for people to listen for years and years and years to come. So I just want to thank you for being so courageous to share your story and spread some encouragement in such a dark time of this time period that we're in. So thank you. A little, a little of my two cents after the poem, like, um, one thing I can definitely yes. say is that so during where the can people process, find like, you? Like, if they want to connect and talk more even with if you, you, don't trust um, like where anybody, they be able to find, find a therapist, you? you know, let it out. You can even express it in poetry. You can even express it in writing, journaling, you know. And obviously, you can express it to God the Father because He is our healer. And, um, you know, like just. Just yes, find, guys, find please something go that brings you her peace. You know, and don't support let this her and try to even push if you her think into like, oh, podcast. you're fine now. Yeah, Trust so. me, it's going to come up <laughs> with years to come. It's going to start pouring out in your relationships. And you this don't episode want that. And, and Stephanie, so, thank you honestly, again. like, like thank my you. poem said, like those words, those touch, those, those, <laughs> that past, it does not define you. you See know? you later, you guys. Don't forget to check out the show notes in case you're driving and you didn't catch her Instagram. Your story will set Guys, I will check in with you on the next episode. Bye, guys. (laughs) That's it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. No, because, no, because, like, oh, my gosh. That's something that, like, I felt like it was placed on my heart. But, like, I'm, like, maybe because I do see myself, like, you know, creating a podcast and talking about my story. But... I don't know. I got to take it as a prayer. Thank you. No problem. Anytime. Okay. My my Instagram is underscore godly made underscore G O D L Y M A D E underscore godly made. <laughs> That's my Instagram. Anytime. Okay, see everyone later.
for tuning in to this week's episode of God, Coffee, and Resilience. You can also follow us on Instagram at God, Coffee, and Resilience Podcast. You can also follow the host, Reese, at The Resilient PA. And you can also check out our website at TheResilientPA.com. Take care, guys.